Welcome back to Coping with Jesus, a podcast brought to you by St. Walter Church in Roselle, Illinois. We are beginning our eighth season. Hooray. Yay. Yay. You can hear all those voices. We are more than four today. <laughs> we are mighty. We're beginning our eighth season. It's a short season on Advent, and we're happy to be with you. We have uh, invited all of our team here, so most of them are here, as we did with our last session. And it was a lot of fun preparing beforehand, so let's see um, what we can come up with. Today we're talking about hope. We have four parts to our Advent season. We have hope, love, joy, and peace. So, my name is Donna Burke. I'm one of your hosts. And I'm Julie Majowski, your other host. We are here with Beth Summers. (laughs) (laughs) Eve Rossing. Annette Spezio. Lisa Steiner. Christine Everhart. And Evelyn Garfias. Wonderful. Packed house. Beautiful packed <laughs> house. We did it around, around our oval table here. We're going to see what we can come up with. Um, so we're just taking the word hope and kind of expressing what hope means to us, um, what, what kind of feelings we get, um, what it means to us personally, what it means to us as Advent approaches, uh, spiritually, scripturally, whatever comes out in this conversation. <laughs> Um, so I do have a, a little definition of hope. It doesn't do much for our conversation. We'll certainly add to it. Um, hope is a feeling of expectation and a desire for a certain thing to happen. <laughs> Where that? Where's the um, archaic? The, yeah, I'll repeat that one, and then I'll tell you this archaic one. Um, a feeling of expectation and a desire for a certain thing. To happen, hoping. The archaic is a feeling of trust. Mm. I was just going to say that. For that. Of, yep, that's kind of my formula. You know, it's um, it's faith and my formula, which I think it would be my it would be my faith and trust is what equals my hope because I can't see how I could have hope without my faith and basically my trust, you know, to, to really believe. So um, before I open it up to everybody, um, here at St. Walter's, we had our Hope is Alive signs during the pandemic. And um, the other day as I was driving by, I was thinking, I wonder if people are just going to leave them up. You know, our mind is still in really good shape. It even still looks yellow. Some of them are. Thick. And whenever I see them, it brings me hope. It brings me a, a, feel, a good, warm feeling inside. Um, and it just was an awesome thing that, that happened here at St. Walter's that came about. Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, how many, what we gave away probably? Oh, about 1,500? Not that many, but there was at least um, six or seven. Yeah. Wow. It's, it, yeah. It is very cool to still see them around. Although some of them are so... Faded. Faded, you can't even see the hope, but <laughs> we know it's there. <laughs> and it's hope for all the You know, it wasn't just for a season, it's mm-hmm. for life. And I was thinking about the four weeks and the different words, and I was thinking, okay, hope, um, love, joy, and peace. 
in order to have love, joy, and peace, you have to have hope first. Yeah. You know, that has to be our first thing. Um, and from that hope comes these others. That's right. Yeah, that's really right. You know, the others are actually, uh, you know, sort of uh, gifts from that hope and the trust that you were talking about. I like that second one, um, the feeling of trust, of belief. You know, um, that's another um, thing that around this, you know, Christmas Christmas season, we see these, I think, I always feel like the believe, when you see believe, it's kind of a cross between the secular and and the holy. I agree. You know? It really does. And, and But in this case, we're talking about it as very holy, you know, to have hope and believe. Um, one thing that I wanted to mention is that, you know, I find in the Psalms, I, I, I have one here, but it, I could just kind of say it, you know, in the Psalms are such beautiful, I think, poetic um you know, songs of hope. And in a lot of the Psalms, I, I, you know, I did, you know, I did look at um, Psalm 51, you know, creating me a clean heart, oh God. It's it's all about, you know, God can do for us what we can't do for ourselves, you know, and mm-hmm. in this world. And that to me is, is hope also. And um, so those are uh, some of my initial thoughts about it. It's such a, it's such a positive um, gift to live our lives in hope. Right. For me, I would say, well, hope is one of the theological virtues, right? And going back to the, even the definition of hope, it's trusting and we're trusting that God will fulfill the promises he made to us through his son, right? Because when he was, when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, and we all know this very well, right? He he himself was not trusting, right? He was doubting a little bit. But at the end, he he held on to that hope that his heavenly father would, you know, fulfill all his promises. And then again, here we go with Jesus being as human as he possibly can be and being a great model for us not to lose that hope. That even though he, he knew what was coming, he also knew that his father would not leave him alone. I think that goes back to what Eve started us with is faith and uh, and trust is hope. And, and I think that the more we have, I mean, Jesus had a very close relationship with his father, you know, being God <laughs> himself. Um, but the, the closer, the more we practice our faith, the more we develop our relationship with Christ, the more trust we have, and then the more hope. You know, I think about the evolution of my own personal prayer life, um, you know, started off not, I'm not even just talking about when I was little, of asking for things, right? Um, and and really kind of hoping for my own outcomes. But the more I've developed my faith, the more I pray really not for outcomes, but just for God's guidance for you know the Holy Spirit to be with me when I'm making decisions, when I'm interacting with others. Um, and it's, that comes from the faith and the trust, which equals hope. And there's that, you know, I never thought of this until I was studying this. There's a period of time in which we have, as we are hoping for what we are desiring, 
And in that period of time is a time of really, of actually working on my faith. It, it's, it's actually a time where my faith can actually grow because hope is growing. So it's, it's in a time that I can pray or, or even be reaching out more. I mean, should be reaching out all the time, which you are, but I never realized having that hope there. And, you know, I came across this not even realizing as if a person doesn't have hope. And, and I you might be able to chime in on this one, too. If someone doesn't have hope, they could be more severely depressed because it's a human nature to have hope, for, for everyone to have hope. I mean, I came across this one little saying that said, hope can be a match in a dark tunnel where a moment of light gives each enough to reveal the path ahead and ultimately the way out. That is very beautiful. But, you know, I think you've already said it, Eve, you know, trust. We we all keep coming back because you really hit it on the head at the beginning. Uh, you know, I, I believe, yes, for sure, you know, sadly, and we all know this, you know, people who lose hope, you know, that's a very sad, tragic um, condition. And, and it is a part of our human condition. It can be fatal, you know, and it is um, a part of the human condition. But our faith and trust is such a gift, you know, and that's why we're just so grateful and so blessed. And we want to spread this out to the world. And, you know, and really because um, if we, you know, if we, like Jesus in the garden, if we believe that God's love is what, you know, is what guides our lives, then, um, you know, we don't even, we don't even have to know what we're hoping for, but just to have this hope that we're, you know, that things will go okay. You know, and often in, in times of trouble with people I walk with and you all walk with people and, or our own times of trouble, you know, just to trust that's hope. You know, to trust like God has me. Like, I don't know the outcome of this, but, you know, so I just find that to be a really beautiful um, part of our faith, a gift. I mean, it's pure gift, you know. And the opposite of hope, uh, despair is so strong. And there have been many times where um, if I'm feeling despair, someone's saying to me, Things are going to get better. Things will get better. Giving me that hope, and and if I trust and believe that statement, um, I I do know that God will help me in in changing and realizing that there is hope of things getting better. But I think many times we have to believe, even someone just saying it to us, saying things are going to get better. It, there, despair does not last if you if you have if you if you I mean, if you have hope. I was th- thinking about that with who teaches us about hope, and, that, and I found a little book on mothers, and it says, "Youth fades, love droops, the leaves of friendship fall, a mother's secret hope outlives them all." Oh, and when we yeah. think about oh, our moms, yeah. weren't they one of our first teachers of what hope is all about? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. 
<laughs> Give me this microphone. <laughs> I have the mic. So an interesting thing about the four weeks, I think, of Advent is the second week, which is love, the third week, which is joy, and the fourth week, which is peace, they seem in the present. And the first week, hope seems to be focusing on the future. And it seems to be the only word out of the four words that that speaks to me that it's in the future. I'm hoping for something that hasn't happened yet, but the other three are happening now, or I could make them happen now. So that kind of leads to this little quote that I put in front of each of you, because at the beginning of Advent, where hope starts, as hope grows us through Advent, then miracles blossom. I love this. Yeah. Um, second, you know, I love the part about miracles blossom and, I think about another uh, word that goes seems to fall into the same garden of hope and miracles is wonder, too. You know, uh, the wonder of his love, in, even in the uh, song. I can't come up with which song that, but anyway. Um, um, Again, needing Joan here. Yes. <laughs> Uh, heaven and nature sing joy to the world yeah thank you we had to play that through but um wonder hope you know knowing just that um you know uh and i and i say this because i want you know of course our listeners to to remember this that uh you know speak to someone about about hope if you're if you're losing it you know go to a friend Mm -hmm. um have some speak to someone with deep faith and have them tell, share their hope because sometimes you don't have it, right? So, and don't be afraid to talk to others about hope if you see them struggling. I mean, I think yeah. that you know we all are a little more comfortable with what we consider, I guess, evangelization, but many people are afraid to do that. They're afraid to share their faith and and the hope that they feel from Christ. And so, if we're not if we're not afraid to share it, it will truly make miracles happen. So I really like what's coming from that end of the table. Even though we were going to separate you. Cool. <laughs> the reason I like it is because it's taking us to that. Don't be afraid to say, to help someone through. And that is a fear. You know, people say, you know, you're afraid you're going to say the wrong word, but something encouraging to bring hope. So that could be like an Advent practice that we all decide, you know, as of today, let's make our Advent about spreading hope, giving it to somebody. That's a great idea. Sometimes, though, you know, if people um, aren't used to you talking that way, sometimes just being a good listener. Just as the beginning of it. Or a smile. That's true. That could be a smile. smile. Then they actually feel. And the trust that will build before you start the evangelization. Right. So I think that's something I know I have to practice because I want to speak. Just listen. You want to give, give. this end, Donna, we like to speak to. You want to give, 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 because your your Enneagram 2's over there. You want to give, you know, but, but Yes. Your, your, yeah. <laughs> Enneagram. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but you know, I'm like Beth was saying, she was talking about that was hope being one of the words of the future. But you know, it always came to my mind because it is something that I deal with, and I always have to remember that it's all in God's time too. So, you know, we all want to have, you know, we hope and we pray and we want it now. And it's just all in God's time. Or maybe tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't always need to have it now. But like Donna has said many a times that she used to pray, I'm okay waiting. Just show me a little glimmer of it. (laughs) Just show me a little what's what's going going to happen. Where it's going. Well, when Beth was saying about how hope is more future seeing and Chris had mentioned that it was the first hope was the beginning of Advent. Um, I was thinking about how hope is really what brings us to faith because you have to have hope in order to enter a relationship with Christ. And that kind of, when Donna said that, that could be our motto for Advent is bringing hope to people. Well, that is bringing Christ to people. It's that, it's that entry point. It's kind of neat. It's a beginning. And isn't Advent the beginning of the new liturgical year too? Yes. So it's really what starts everything. It is. It's the yeah. beginning of, of the new joy of this year. And we are here to help it get started. <laughs> and even though Joan isn't here, I'll mention her because she does play this Jesus hope of the world through the whole thing. Greg gave me this when I said, ideas about hope. He whipped this right out. And so it's Jesus hope of the world. Jesus, like you said, light in our darkness, Eve. Here we await you, O Master Divine. Here we receive you in bread and in wine. Jesus hope of so and it goes on and on from there. So listen for that song. That <laughs> mass is You're not gonna sing it. No. <laughs> <laughs> you got as much singing beforehand as you're gonna get. <laughs> so what else? Anybody? Well, you were just this is just a small thing, but when you were talking, you know, with with hope. You know, it's just like even having just a little bit of the seed, the mustard seed. You know, all you need to have is a little bit of the mustard seed, and then it grows and it grows. So if we do give people just a little bit of hope, you know, you know, with our faith by evangelizing, that will help them to grow. For sure. I personally... Um, was thinking more along the lines of how Advent truly is my favorite season of the entire year. I know a lot of people um, love Lent and and um, Easter, obviously, and Christmas time, but I love just the anticipation of Christmas and that whole month of preparation that it just continues to build and build and build, like hope. Hope builds, you know, as we continue to practice it. That's a tough one. Tough? (laughs) It is tough for me because um, um, I'm definitely a Lent person, but I would love to be an Advent person. But with teaching um, early childhood all those years, it was like such a busy time that I hardly had time to think about. That's true. I I was teaching Advent, but I didn't have time to 
do Advent. Right, <laughs> right. What the Holy Spirit is we bringing have, us. We have hope for you, Don. <laughs> um, when Annette mentioned the Psalms, hope is mentioned in many of the Psalms. And I had printed a few things out in Trina. The first four are Psalms. No, if we spend enough time really discussing Psalms or talking about Psalms, you know. But so the first one, therefore my heart is glad and my glory rejoices. My flesh also will rest in hope. That was Psalm 16. This is uh, 119. You are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. I mean, just, it's just all, all there. That just gives you an idea for another season, the Psalms. Psalms. (laughs) I have to laugh. Um, this weekend's Psalm, um, it was the first time I've heard it being done by the choir. And, uh, Val said, As we were changing from seven thirty mass to nine o'clock, she goes. The psalm, this, this psalm is has a very Jewish flair. I'm like, aren't they all from the <laughs> Jewish people? Old <laughs> <laughs> Testament, wasn't it? Actually, not with that kind of a flair. It's like remember Jesus was a Jew. Just- <laughs> <laughs> the one thing about hope that it, I just keep thinking in my mind is that. We need others to help us with that hope, to to reinforce that, to keep us along that path of not giving up hope. Because the world throws stuff at us, right? Things that we don't expect. Um, and uh, sometimes we've never been in a situation or we don't know other people because that have been in that situation because we like to keep things tight to ourselves a lot of times when there's other people that have had the same kinds of struggles or similar struggles, or they know somebody that can give us hope. And being open to it. Absolutely. And being uh, on the receiving side, being open to it. Absolutely. You know, not trying to say, ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Not push but, people away. Mm-hmm. Not push that is very good. And you might not be the right person. Very good. All right. I have hope. I have hope. I have yeah, hope in Lisa's too. prayer. Yes. <laughs> oh, she lost. <laughs> is this uh, a time for closing with prayer? Is that yes, okay? I think we're ready. Yep. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Father, let your hope arise in our hearts. Lift our eyes up to see that you alone are where our hope comes from. Help us to shake off the anxiety discouragements, and distractions that have filled this year. May we pause to remember that we have hope in you. You know the end of our stories, and we give thanks because you have promised that it will be a victorious ending. Give us the grace we need to wrap up this year joyfully. We invite your spirit into this beautiful Advent season. Renew our sense of holy anticipation. Let us be those who are wait let us be those who are waiting eagerly for Jesus to come again. More than anything, we ask that you be glorified in this season of expectation. Amen. 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 Good job. That was beautiful. beautiful. See where hope what hope gets you. Oh, <laughs> take you far. Okay. Well, thank you, everybody. I think we did okay around this table today. Many, yes. Many voices with many ideas. Um, we, Our prayer is we have hope that all that we discussed today has um, made a difference in 
the lives of our listeners as we prepare and get started with Advent. So um, God bless everybody. See you next week. Thank you.